You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, we've got a bunch more games to hit here on Handicap Week 12 in the National Football League. We'll get to Lockmas. We'll get to our NBA bets for tonight as well. Appreciate everyone listening to us on Satellite Radio, Sirius Channel 160, and XM Channel 205. Jake, bring the music back up, please. And Ken, let's finish our thought here on the Eagles and the Bills, where I think, I think you and I talked about this yesterday, hashtag off air. Uh, I agree with you on, on Philadelphia. Um, and you know what? Like, big miss by me. And, like, I don't know how you feel about, like, the Bills-Jets game. Like, I, I really liked the Jets, and I kind of made my handicap kind of, like, all about Buffalo. And, like, this is why I don't like Buffalo. And I kind of ignored, like, the the, the Jets' offense with Zach Wilson actually, like, is not going to be able to score at all. And they hate him, and the team's ready to come apart at the seams. So, Buffalo able to beat, like, a bad opponent last week and cover the spread. I feel like... I feel like it's probably going to be like same old Bills now in this game against like a much better opponent here on the road in the Philadelphia Eagles. I'm with you here at three. I like the Eagles, and I would just say like if people like Buffalo, like yeah, like they can win, they can cover. Just just like bet the over. Like how are the Eagles not scoring a ton in this game? You're going to need Buffalo to score, I think, to cover or win the game. Curious your thought on that, Ken, with the uh, with the total and if it's correlated to a side. I know this this might sound like a waste of time for a second. I, so I, I agree with you, like Bills over feels correlated to me too because I don't think their defense is remotely capable of stopping Philadelphia. Now, cool, like can the Eagles stall in the red zone? I mean, yeah, except they're like the one offense that's built to never do that with the way they run short yardage. I, I guess they can. Um, like can the Bills really hold up in that game? I just want to like frame, the, like here's the Bills schedule. And I bring this up because the Bills are about to enter a brutal month for them uh kind of similar to what the eagles are actually both teams playing each other in the middle of tough uh, schedule stretches like here's the bill and I'll, i'll read it quickly we won't do even do home away but just to frame like if they were gonna get smoked in this game would we even really know like based on who they've played so far like what evidence like what evidence do we have of how they're gonna whether they're gonna hold up in a game like this so the opponents so far jets monday night football opener we know rogers all that stuff raiders commanders dolphins Jags, Giants, Patriots, Tampa, the Bengals, Denver, the Jets. Now, Miami brings an elite offense to the table, and we all that was 48-20 Buffalo. That was also before Buffalo suffered some of the season-ending defense. Like, the current form of the Bills, with all the defensive players hurt, and, and honestly, like, they might be more injured this week than they've ever been before on the defensive side of the ball. That's really only been in play for, like, four or five weeks now, basically. And during that period of time, they basically just played Joe Burrow. That's, like, the only guy they played where you'd be like, it would even matter. Like, it's Russell Wilson, it's Zach Wilson, it's Mac Jones. It's the game they almost lost to the Giants on that Sunday night. Like, there's nothing about those games is going to tell you how they hold up against the Eagles. And you look at the Burrow game, and it's like, yeah. Like, you know, Cincinnati scored 24. They had six yards per play. They were pretty good in the red zone. So the Bills are going to show up here and hold up? Like, when? Why? What is the? What is any evidence that that's going to happen? 
So, like, can they win? Sure. 31-28 is how they win. And, like, getting the ball last and the offense looking like how it looked last week and being able to keep that up. So, yeah, like, I, I just... Like I might bet the Eagles and bet the over because I'm I think I'm, I feel like I'm going one and one or two and oh honestly like no matter what in the game uh, if you if you like the Bills I agree with you my advice would be to parlay them but I I would be concerned like are they getting any stops like that's what I would worry about because like Joe Burrow is an electric player and he had played like started to play well going into that game but like the Cincy offense hasn't been what we thought it like this is. This is so much different than all those opponents. They don't, we don't really have like a recent test. It's Cincinnati. That's the recent test game in the last seven weeks. Basically, that's the recent test game since the Bills got beat up a lot on their defense. Like you can't really use the Miami game. They were all good then. So I just, it's, it's just tough. I, I just, I, it's tough for me to envision Buffalo's defense doing anything here. I feel like I've said that 15 times. I'll stop. I, I, I agree. I like Philadelphia in the game uh, over if you like the Bills. Totally. And this is going to, I think it'd be like a great prop game where, like Gabe Davis airballed this past week against the Jets. I think he could have a nice game this week against this Eagles sure. secondary. And on the flip side, like, I want to know how, like, I want to know how Devontae Smith doesn't go for a hundred. Also, like, A.J. Brown bounced back big time on the way this week. How can it not be against this Bill Everyone secondary? Everyone bounced back. Yeah, we I may, think it's uh, going to be. We're not going to do comeback this year or this week, but we may get DeMar Hamlin in this game, too. Uh, Micah Hyde's yeah. questionable, and they're yeah, and Rap's already out. Like I think we're I think we're almost certain to get him, but I just I want to know. I obviously want to see the inactive list to know for sure. But uh, we might see Demar Hamlin a lot the rest of the season. The Bills are extremely injured on their defense and in their secondary, and Hamlin was like the last man up. Like he's the last guy on the roster. So everybody's hurt. He gets to play. That's how he got on the field before. Like that's that's going to happen. And not a comeback player of the year conversation, but just to like give you an idea of like what they're down to here and remove all of the off-field DeMar Hamlin conversation just for a second. I believe Pro Football Focus last year had him rated as the worst safety in the league from a performance standpoint. So like, just to give you an idea, this is not, you're going to hear his name and all the emotions are going to happen. Just like the player that is currently going to play for the Bills on Sunday. Like this is what they're down to. They're down to like some of their backups of backups. And that's really problematic going up against the Eagles offense on the road. Indeed, we mentioned that. Mentioned I like the Eagles in the game. Yep. Uh, you yeah. better, you better here with Nick and Ken on a Tuesday, rolling through our handicap week twelve in the NFL. Two more games to hit. Ken, Sunday night football in the city of Angels. The Chargers with their dead coach walking, Brandon Staley, who's starting to snap at the media. I think there's a guy who knows it's coming apart at the seams. Yep. Uh, Chargers, three and a half point home dogs against Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens. This will be game one for Baltimore without star tight end Mark Andrews, who like may or may not be back if the Ravens get to the AFC Championship game or the Super Bowl. This is not that. We can have that conversation in January if and when, you know, we have to. Uh, so Baltimore laying three and a half. Total here is 47. Uh, pen, pencil, blood or blank, Ravens and Chargers, Sunday Night Football. Uh, my first thought is I think the spread is like, I agree that it's more than three. I, I'd make the game more than three. When I think about the game, that makes sense to me. Now, whether it's like three and a half, four, four and a half, that's like a more nuanced discussion. And maybe I would like Baltimore a little bit at this number. Maybe it's a little short, but it's more than a field goal. There are never going to be seven in the game. I think that's all totally fine. Uh, the total looks a little high to me. And I know the Chargers defense has been really bad. Like the Ravens defense is electric and the Chargers offense has been brutal. Like what kind of game is this going to be? Like I just, I, I'm a little skeptical that we can get to like a shootout in this game uh, with how the Chargers offense has played so far. And again, like Ravens, like one of the best defenses in the league by all measurement. Um, so I just... 
that's the part of it where like in this current NFL season a 47 when a team with like maybe the best second best defense in the league is playing is a, is a little tough to get to um, but I don't like strongly disagree with anything on it. it would be like maybe the under side more than a field goal I think makes sense if I had to bet it I'd probably bet Baltimore and look I think the injury report will matter here for, for like the LA Chargers are they gonna sure. get Jalen Guyton back are they gonna get Gerald Everett back like Stone Smart looked good last week, but also like this, they, you don't you don't want these guys. Like Quint, Quinton Johnson's got to hit the bench, right. and for him to be, hit the bench, you need Jalen Guyton to come back. So like let's let's see what this injury report looks like for the and Chargers. On defense, so they get to get no some Bosa players back for the first time. And on, de- yeah. and on defense, no Joey Bosa, great call. He's placed on injured reserve, going to miss at least four games for the LA Chargers. Uh, we talked about this yesterday. I don't know if it was on air or off air. I think it was on air, right? And like I I I like the Chargers a little bit just at this number where I think what's very likely is them they'll lose. A close game like they'll lose by three they'll find a way to <laughs> foul it up at the do. end because they, <laughs> they always do. do yeah but like but like their their quarterback's awesome and i everyone wants to pile on herbert like i'm sorry like do you watch the games like if quinton johnson catches that ball he's wide open like he probably scores or they go to overtime like should have won that game he's got nothing he's got like all the play quinton johnson's a negative player um so we'll see what the injury report holds if they get some players back uh i'm gonna take the points with the chargers here May, honestly, like maybe it's even just like play the Ravens to win by a small amount. Maybe that's really because I don't know if the Chargers are going to win the game, but I right. do think, think that they're, they're very likely the to keep it close. Yeah, I think right. they'll charge yeah. it. I think they're very likely to keep it very close, and like Herbert's going to play well under the lights, and they'll lose at the end because their coach is Brandon Staley, and the Ravens' coach is John Harbaugh, and one's good and one's going to get fired. That's kind of how mm. I see this game going. So, like, Chargers are nothing. I haven't bet it yet, but I think I'm going to end up taking the points with the Bolts. We'll talk more about it tomorrow. We'll have our first injury report of the week for the Sunday games, and we'll uh, we'll give our bet side in total for every game because, you know, tomorrow's our last show of the week. Thank God. Uh, let's wrap it up here, Ken, for Week 12. Probably do Lockmas on the other side. With the Vikings and the Bears on Monday Night Football, we don't think Justin Jefferson's going to play in the game based on like early reporting, right? Yep. So we think Jeff- Jefferson will probably be held out through the Vikings bye, and he would return in week 14, which uh fantasy football playoff stretch run for Justin Jefferson owners who like have held on to him this whole time. Vikings right now in between a three and a three and a half point home favorite. Total in the game is 43. Josh Dobbs and the Vikings losing in like kind of heartbreaking fashion, like leading the whole game and lose to the Broncos at the end on Sunday Night Football. And the Bears, even though they lost on Sunday to the Lions and just like like a classic like field Eberflus loss, um, they did acquit themselves very well in the game. And I think you and I kind of said this on air yesterday. Like I don't think the Bears are great. I also don't think they're like terrible anymore. Like they were like they were awful at the beginning of the year. I think they've improved as the year has gone on. So I don't think they're brutal. Uh, pen, pencil, blood, or blank for you, please, Ken, here on the Vikings and the Bears. I had, like, completely forgotten about the first meeting between the two teams also, by the way. I was just looking it up right now. I knew they had played uh, a 19 No, That's the first no Jefferson. First, first game with Jefferson. And Bajan starting for uh, for the Bears in the game, right? Was that Bay? Uh, Did, yeah, that was his start. I think Fields got hurt in that game and Bajan came You think in. that was I would the game? double check. I'm looking at right. uh, October 15th. I don't think started that game. I think Fields started. I'll, You're I'll, right. I'll Fields did you start might, the game. I have, right. I have the box score up right here. Yeah, I, I thought I thought it was uh, about basically about a month ago. I thought maybe that was the first page. You're absolutely right. So this was like Bajan. Remember, like, Bajan got hurt, and he threw that interception, and like the Vikings returned it for a touchdown, and the Vikings, that was sure. how they ended up winning the game. Right. And uh, so, and my, my point was going to be, 
man, it was like a month ago, like Cousins was the quarterback, obviously, for the Vikings. Like, is there is there anything about that game that correlates to this game? Like, zero, like almost nothing, honestly. I guess, like, well, they had a good game plan for Kirk Cousins on defense. Great, it's Josh Dobbs. Like, I what, so, so what? Um, the way the Bears offense played last week, and I, you know, Lions obviously had a big comeback in the game. Lions turned the ball over a lot in that game. Um, my first thought here was actually the over with Fields playing now with 43, perfect weather game, obviously. Um, but, you know, like, I, again, Am I am I going to make the case that three and a half is too many? I think it's when I first thought about this game, I go, would I make the game three or three and a half? Like, what would I make the game without the Bears are playing right now? And we're kind of between the two numbers. And I still don't know what I would make the game between. I know it's a big difference, obviously, between those. I don't know which one I would make it without Dobbs is playing right now. Maybe three is the right number in the game with uh, with Dobbs as the quarterback. But I'm kind of back and forth between that at three and a half. Like it would be the Bears or nothing. But I think it's going to be nothing. I think I think it's going to be nothing. Uh, thoughts on the total forty three. Yeah, like I, well, as I said, like I over if anything. But I mean, like we've been I've been I've been off totals for like eight weeks here for the most part. Like we've just been. We've been seriously because it's just like I better better ways to spend my money and my time. Honestly, with how these things go, usually just looks a little low with how these two offenses have played recently. Like, there's nothing about that Denver game that's going to tell you about Josh Dobbs in a game like this. It just it's it's going to be like night and day, totally different. Just how Denver plays. Um, but I don't know. I lean over something like that. Do you agree that like were you between three and three and a half, or were you were you thinking differently about the game? I, I I think it's like spot on, and I actually agree with what you said, that at three and a half, I would take the points with the Bears. Part of I me— I think so. Yeah. I I, I, I kind of want to play the Bears to win the game, but okay. one head coach is Matt Eberflus and the other is Kevin O'Connell. Right. I think it's, I think it makes it pretty margin. tough. Vi- right, Vikings yeah. by a small margin, I think it's pretty is, likely, Which is what the spread is. They're going to win smaller, I mean, like, or they're going to win by a little more than three. Yeah. But uh, I, th- I think the Bears are going to be, as long as, like, Fields stays the quarterback, I think they're going to be pretty frisky down the stretch. Like, the defense sure. is healthy. They have sweat now, obviously. Like, say what you want about it. Eberflus a terrible head coach. Because guy can coach defense. Like, there's no question about that. Like, the defense sure. is not bad for the Chicago Bears. Like, I thought Fields played pretty well on Sunday. It's just, like, when it comes down to it in the big moments, like, they're going to screw it up. Like, Fields is going to do something stupid. Eberflus is going to make a bad decision. They're going to find a way to lose at the end. And I know the Vikings found a way to lose at the end of the game against the Broncos. But, like, the the profile of Kevin O'Connell has been, like, we're going to find a way to win close games. Like, they lost to Russell Wilson at the end of the game. Russ has got it. I know we bagged on him a lot, me included. Like, the guy's had a pension for doing this in his career. So, I I think the Vikings probably win by, like, one, two, or three. Is my guess so three and plus three and <laughs> a half? I really would creating a Bears. wide margin one, two, or three. Uh, which one do you think no. is the most likely? Yeah, it's just it's so. I mean, that's the last game, obviously for uh, for this week. I'm trying to think of like the stuff that I'm the most confident feel. It's like you know, look, like we're gonna get late in the year, and this is why I did this thing on teasers yesterday too, right? Like we're gonna get later in the season. We've all seen the teams play a lot. The market, I think, has a much better idea about the differences between teams. Early in the season, we're all guessing, market included. So it's much more of a guess than it is right now. We, we're all, I think we're all pretty on the same page about a lot of this stuff. So my point is just like, okay, then if the numbers are really, really good, like if it's like, that's a great, that's perfect. That's the difference between the teams right there. Then, then it's good to tease away, right? 
then maybe it's even good to moneyline parlay a little bit. Okay, then, yeah, I am really confident that team's going to win the game then. And I, I agree with this market projection, but they're at seven, nine, ten point favorite, whatever. And so now you start using some other tools in the toolbox, I feel like, down the stretch here, a little more than we used the first part of the year. Because we're going to talk about a lot of these games and be like, this is the side. What do you think? And be like, I agree. Like, I think that's what it's supposed to be. And if that's the way you feel, that's a good game to tease away from. That's a good game to, like, manipulate the point spread because maybe that's pretty rock solid. What are you most confident in for Sunday's slate? Very quickly. Denver winning. I've, uh, I, I, I think they're off. I think they're off to something. I think they're I, I, well, yeah. I, I agree yeah. with you on that. I can't believe how much I love the Falcons against the Saints on Sunday. Too much. A bet too much. On the other side, Lochmas and NBA bets to wrap up the show and college hoops. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.